There's so much going on in this world, I don't know where to start. But here in America, we have a problem. We have a serious problem. You know, it's so much going on, though, we're not paying attention. We have the COVID crisis, people dying from COVID, people don't want to get the vaccine. Some people just don't give a shit. They don't want to wear a mask. Some governors ginning people up to die. We have Donald J. Trump having rallies after his insurrection tempted coup. And we have Democrats trying to negotiate with separatists. You don't negotiate with white supremacists and their fucking minions. I'm talking about people like Tim Scott. Someone who went there. They sent him there to destroy the George Floyd bill. But no, we play the game. Go on TV and lie to each other. When one side is rigging the game and hollering voter fraud, when they committing the fucking fraud. But it's so much going on, we can't pay attention. And the lies is unbelievable. You have people believe that Joe Biden is not the real president. For some reason, we stole the election to put a senile old white man in charge of a country. The only people did that to our democracy is the white supremacists, the fascists, the all fucking right, whoever you want to call them, Steve fucking Bannon. And his fucking donors. I don't, you know, but why? I want to know why do we think that shit is entertaining? Losing our democracy is entertaining to you guys? Or you're not paying attention? Some lady in Colorado, after the Arizona bullshit with the cyber ninjas, realizing that they're going to get in trouble if they keep lying after eight months of dragging it out. It doesn't take you eight months to count some goddamn ballots. And then some lady in Colorado goes out there and and, and she's sitting in, in a high position in the Colorado government and then she's gonna shut off the cameras and take copies and shit gonna end up on the internet of some Dominion voting machine shit. Because of a lie? Or maybe it's something bigger than that lie. Maybe this is what the Republican Party want to do. Keep so much shit going on that we lose faith in our own democracy. It only makes sense. They don't care if we die from COVID. And they call themselves Christians. Oh my God, if they're not Christians, they're conservatives. And what the fuck are they conserving? The past? Because that seemed like where they want to go. Backwards. So we play the game. So much going on. You know, they blame price hike on Joe Biden when they the ones who drove the fucking ship off the, I mean, the, the bus off the cliff and drove the ship on the land. That's our government. It's a shipwreck. It's a mess. And who wrecked the ship? The Republicans. And they don't want to fucking fix it. Nope. Mm-mm. 
after they wrecked it, Mitch O'Connell said, we're not going to fix that. And every last one of them stick together. So what's going on in my opinion? What I can see is they all in on the coup. Except for two. So don't say Mitt Romney is a moderate. He's down with the coup. Don't say um, Susan Collins is, is, a, is she, you know, she's down with the coup. They all are. So why are we playing games with them? Even Tim Scott, that black piece of shit. He doesn't love America. He loves power. He'll let the ship, he'll let it sit on dry land long as the ship is sitting there rotting away. They benefit from it. They lie. They lie. And the media keep putting those liars on TV for entertainment. Because that's what we're getting. We're getting entertained, not informed. That's why Fox News and Newsmax can just lie with ease. going to happen to this democracy but we don't pull our heads out of the sand and realize what's going on around us we're not going to have a democracy when we start paying attention and that can happen in say two two years matter of fact starting in 2022 see my opinion is the Republican Party is rigging the game to actually distill the next election. See, that's how war works. See, war and politics is the same. Politics is war and war is politics. So we getting this shit twisted. Right now, we're fighting a war through politics. That's why China was freaking out. You know, I watched um, the hearings and General Milley and a lot of them said, well, we told the president to keep 3,000 troops in Afghanistan. Like, that's going to really do something. Because, see, he had to say that because he know big money wants to sell more bombs, more missiles, more helicopters, more bullets, McDonald's and Chucky Fried Chicken and Popeye's and Walmart and everything else want to send shit over there. They can't now because the, the sand people have took over Speaking, you know, saying people's the Taliban because they look like they didn't know what the fuck they inherited. It's like becoming a millionaire overnight. Wow, I was what? I was dirt poor and now I'm a millionaire? It's just like a millionaire becoming a trillionaire. You be sitting there shocked. I just won fucking lottery money and I'm a billionaire. Oh. New headaches. So then Taliban realized they know. You know, Americans went over there and built their nation up. Every Kabul and all the other little towns and cities. Wow. They was building infrastructure. Why are we here? We're just trying to get fucking past the COVID crisis. You know, and speaking of infrastructure, they can't get shit done. The Democrats. And the media loves it. See, the Democrats can't govern. They can't govern because they don't, they don't have a government to govern. The Republican Party, like I said earlier, have wrecked the ship. They out there trying to repair the ship to get it afloat. 
You can't get it afloat if you got someone knocking holes in the fucking boat. And that's what Mitch O'Connell is doing. But see, we're too busy worrying about sports figures who don't want to get the shot or got the shot, but the other one think it's supposed to be um, private. It's none of your business. Did I get the shot or not? You know, look, for a brother like that, Urban, whatever his fucking name is, who gives a fuck about his goddamn games? You know what I'm saying? If the world well, don't get the motherfucker a shot, if you can't get the shot, nigga, you can't play. Simple as that. Who the fuck is he? You run up and down the court, get millions of dollars, driven in a fucking ball, be happy. Get the fucking shot to protect the rest of us. Now, that's out the way. Um, <clears throat> this lady down in um, Colorado, like I said, she's trying to lie her way out of the voter fraud scam she's trying to pull. And uh, she's white. She'll get away with it. The county's election system. She's not interested in speaking with CNN. Why don't I get you in touch with uh, people that can schedule that for you? Peters, who hasn't been charged with any crimes, has teamed up with one of the biggest 2020 election conspiracy theorists, MyPillow CEO, Mike Lindell. In August, Peters flew to this symposium in South Dakota where she told an adoring crowd she's uncovered voting problems, even though Donald Trump won her county by almost 30 points. Out of 64 counties in Colorado, I'm willing to stand up as the county clerk. One out of 64. But in Grand Junction, Peters' critics, many of whom are Republicans, say her pursuit of voter fraud has turned up zero evidence. One Republican Mesa County commissioner calls her a, quote, problem child. She's gone into the election ballot box, into the election process and yelled, fire, get out, get out. And in the panic, a lot of people are running over each other and they're running for the exits and the theater's getting torn up as they're running out and there's no fire. The backstory of how we got here is a bizarre tale. In May, the Colorado Secretary of State's office was scheduled to conduct a routine software update of the Dominion voting system in Mesa County. Sometime before that visit, a lawsuit filed by Colorado's Secretary of State alleges security cameras monitoring the county's voting equipment had been turned off and that someone recorded video of the software update procedure and an image of passwords to get into the equipment. According to a counterclaim, Tina Peters admits she recorded video of the procedure and also said she brought in a consultant two days earlier to make a forensic copy of the computer data because she was concerned that election results would be destroyed. In August, those images were posted to a website peddling election conspiracy theories. Peters denies she authorized this leak, and her lawyer says she was surprised and upset that the information became public. She maintains that close to 30,000 files were deleted during the update. Virtually all electronic data that would be necessary to conduct a full forensic audit of the 2020 election was were deleted. The Colorado Secretary of State tells CNN that no election records are missing and that Peters is misleading voters with these baseless accusations. The clerk either still does not know uh, the type of security breach she has created or she is lying uh, to try to cover her act. Peters says she's doing the job she was elected to do.
it's not just one state. It's basically, it's the whole confederacy. They're rising up. What else can you call it? You know, they already rigged the courts. Now they can make their moves. America's in checkmate. And after all of that stuff was going on in Arizona for eight months, they're still pushing the lie. And they're going to keep pushing that lie until Joe Biden get tired of them pushing the lie and put them in jail. Or you can kiss your country goodbye. I mean... Oh, I want to read you something. This is our new Declaration of Independence. This is our manifesto of freedom. This is going out publicly right now. And this was signed by 40 state representatives and state legislators, state senators from around the United States. And I'm gonna read this to you. And this is going to be a seminal moment. Memo for record, letter from state legislators to the American people. Reference the 2020 presidential election. To the citizens of the United States of America, we the undersigned state legislators of the United States are vested with the plenary power by our US Constitution Article 2, Section 1, Clause 2, to oversee the election of the President of the United States. It has come to our attention from an audit of 2.1 million ballots in the state of Arizona, complemented by an in-depth canvas of votes in Arizona, as well as through multiple different data reviews of voting by independent experts that our representative republic suffered a corrupted 2020 election. In addition to Arizona, sworn affidavits have accumulated from many states detailing rampant corruption and mismanagement in the election process. Fraud and inaccuracies have already been shown through multiple audits and canvases in multiple states, as well as through lawsuits challenging the validity of election results in several counties in multiple states. We have come to the conclusion that all 50 states need to be forensically audited. Voter rolls should be scrubbed with a canvas of the voters to ensure future integrity of our elections. If results from these measures prove an inaccurate election was held, as has been shown in Arizona and is being shown in many other states, then it is clear that certification of many electors was improperly rendered in January 2021 of the November 2020 U.S. presidential election. We call on each state 
to decertify. Decertify! Decertify! That's how bad it's getting. That's how bad it's getting. Now, mainstream media will talk about it, but they're not going to actually get out there and let you listen to these people. They don't care if 80 million people got out there and voted because they was tired of the bullshit that the Republican Party been pushing for those last four years of Donald Trump. They've seen how these people govern. You see how radicalized they are. So why the fuck are we tolerating this? I, I just want to know. You know, we're going to ignore this shit and keep getting slapped in the face. They're playing us on the Supreme Courts. They, they basically trying to take civil rights away from black people and brown people and gay people. The gloves are off, man. The gloves are off. It's time for us to wake up. They stopped playing politics now. They ready to go to war. What the fuck are we gonna do? I'll be right back. America like to go around the world and talk about freedom and democracy. Even though the underclass never really had no freedom or democracy. Being black in America wasn't easy. But black folks and brown folks and yellow folks, we found a way to make it work. We knew we had boundaries and couldn't cross, but, you know, we chipped away at them. The Anglo-Saxon always had a war. You have to have an enemy. You know, you invade California, Mexico, and turn it into Texas and New Mexico and, and Nevada. And then you put that in history books. And you brainwash us all. We celebrate days of conquerors. Columbus Day. Oh, wow. Like, he discovered something that someone was here. It's like me going to England and discovering England. You know, come here, prick. We've been spoon-fed lies and misinformation to keep us obedient or ignorant. But ignorance and obedience is the same. Right now, we're fighting over the infrastructure bill. Um, I think the bill passed today was to keep the government funded. Wow, like, that's something that has to be in an old man's plate. Keep the government running, Mr. President. The Democrats is down, but the Republicans don't give a fuck. 
You know, Mitch O'Connell is an old demon. He's a wise, old, evil demon. Now, his little understudy is, is Lindsey Graham. Then you got the warlock want to be apprentice, Matt's Gates. McCarthy, he just the old warlock, just can't get his shit together. And they cast a spell along with the Grand Wizard of all, Donald J. Trump. But the wise wizards, the Cokes, the Mercers, the owners of industry, they're the higher. They think how you steal democracy, you got to get the courts. Even the highest court in land is contaminated with white supremacists. Guys who smile, but yet they want to destroy democracy. They don't believe in it. It's all about power. Then we turn to our media. Oh, yeah, we got to listen. At least we can get some information. They're lying to us. Now we don't know what to believe. Part of the game. But so much bullshit out along with the truth, you don't know what the fuck to believe. Too much coming at you. Facebook, Twitter, Fox News, News One. CNN, MSNBC, News fucking Max, Talk Radio, and we don't pay attention, we tune out, that's what they want us to do, this woman knows, that woman knows, this woman, that woman, okay, let me get my English right. That woman knows what she was saying was bullshit. Arizona just finished. Found Joe Joe Biden 300 more votes. But now Texas falling into the trap. And that's how the game goes when you want to steal democracy. You move the fucking chess piece. Like Mitch O'Connell said, he's not going to raise the debt ceiling. One more fucking wrench into the fucking gears of democracy. Well, Donald Trump, uh, people are in trouble. The ones who do the rally and shit. And um, they're the ones who are the ladies of something. Just like the Daughters of Confederacy. You know, these them Southern Bells who got a little money, got a little too juiced up on white supremacy juice. And, and, and they don't realize that they're stupid. There's one about critical race theory, which I, I was going to let slide, but she actually went out there to where in Tennessee, Tennessee of all places, right? She has a little money, but she didn't have a good education. Now she don't want her kids riding the bus. She put them in private schools because she don't want kids um, being exposed to whatever critical race theory. Like, you're going to, you know, and ban little children books about, you know, um, uh, 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 Ruby Bridge, Ridge, I mean, Ruby, whatever fucking name is, the black girl, um, Ruby Bridges, okay, Ruby Bridge, oh God, shows you how well the education system works in America, all right, and then there was another one, oh, she didn't like the images because a little black girl around two marshal, U.S. marshals, oh, what you trying to say, white America is racist? Uh, was it racist? Was there, you know, I'm like, what the fuck did she eat for fucking breakfast? Because obviously she weren't paying attention. You went through life 
and don't know anything about American true history? You can go to PBS and the fucking Hallmark Channel and find some fucking history. Well, Hallmark is a little whitewashy, but at least PBS give it to you in a documentary, trying like a George Burns, whatever kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Nobody sit there and watch the Civil War documentary. Shit came out in the 90s, over 20-some years ago. Everybody can sit there for fucking 14 hours and realize at the end, it's fucked up. Then after Reconstruction, they killed Lincoln and the Confederacy make a deal and the Northern Industrialists decide to say, fuck it. And we end up with fucking, fucking 70, 80 years of Jim Crow. Because we're still going through it. We just got a mild version of Jim Crow right now, especially with these voter ID laws, stacking the Supreme Court, you know, smiling in our fucking faces, making love when you... That's the most evilest shit in the world, knowing that you can fucking sit there and write a law to fuck people over. You know, those guys who do that shit in women, they don't fuck each other anymore. They don't have sex. They like fucking getting off fucking us. When they sit there and watch how bad the laws they pass make our lives a living hell. That's what they get off on. That's some Hitler shit. That's some Hitler shit. So you got this woman who don't know shit about anything talking about she don't want to teach it. And then the governor of Tennessee will go along with writing laws about not teaching American real history they want to believe some fucking fantasy like going with the motherfucking wind because that's what happened with their fucking IQ. It's gone with the motherfucking wind. And you wonder why France said, fucking, let's get the fuck out of here. America lost this motherfucking mind because we're dumb as fuck. It's not about reading and writing, man. You can do a little arithmetic. It's about knowing what the fuck land you stand on and how it was built and created. So these politicians don't bullshit you with the bullshit. Especially if you think that Donald Trump or anything that Donald Trump says makes sense. You just the dumbest motherfucking bag of rocks. Now, they going after Donald Trump, the, the ladies, whomever, fund the um, rally and got the permits for the rally on January the 6th, attempted coup rally. Now, the media are going to play the game like, well, maybe if the Democrats, or maybe if the Republicans, or, or maybe if Jesus Christ came down. You know, they're always looking for something because they got to play the both sides thing because the media can't let go of one side. It has to be Democrats or Republicans. This can't be just be Democrats trying to save America from these motherfuckers that used to be the Republicans. No. No. You know, when they look alike, it's hard to let go. You know what I'm saying? Just check this shit out. It's how crazy it's getting. One more time. How crazy it's getting? It's getting crazy. It's getting so fucking crazy that we might listen to this shit. Building. Fortunately, it failed to ignite and neighbors were able to extinguish the fire before it spread. It was accompanied by a politically threatening note. The suspect is still at large. And this is not an isolated thing. This is politically motivated violence, and it's a direct consequence of the violent rhetoric inspired by and 
channeled by the ex-president and his enablers in Congress is having a real-world impact. In the aftermath of the January 6th insurrection, 39% of Republicans polled agreed that if elected leaders would not protect America, the people must do it themselves, even if it requires violent actions. We're back with Steve Schmidt and Matt Miller. Steve, I, I just want to read a couple of headlines about the different pockets where public servants are really fearing violence and threats. Axios is reporting that thousands of school board members urged the president to protect them. The National School Board Association, whose members include 90,000 elected school board officials, is asking President Biden, the FBI, and the Secret Service to intervene to protect them from the unprecedented threats. In one instance, they described someone yelling a Nazi salute during a Michigan school board meeting. Another example cites a person being arrested for aggravated battery in Illinois. Um, healthcare workers who were once saluted are now being threatened. Um, do you hear all sorts of stories in hospitals where they're threatened when they offer a diagnosis of COVID? This is a reporting in the AP. More than a year after U.S. healthcare workers on the front lines against COVID were saluted as heroes with nightly clapping from windows and balconies, some are being issued panic buttons in case of assault and ditching their scrubs before going out in public for fear of harassment. Cox Medical Center in Branson in Missouri started giving panic buttons to up to 400 nurses and other employees after assaults per year tripled between 2019 and 2020 to 123. One nurse had to get her shoulder x-rayed after an attack. Um. Panic buttons aren't the answer, and the Secret Service can't protect 90,000 school board members. We have an autocratic movement teeming with violence and the intimations of violence in this country, and it's a threat to democracy. So let's look at that domestic terrorist, that criminal who desecrated the American flag by wrapping it around his head, who committed violence in the name of right-wing extremism. Um, what is it that he has heard? Um, he has heard that he lives in an occupied country with an illegitimate president who lost the election, who was put into power by millions of fraudulent votes, mostly black and brown votes out of the inner cities. He turns on Tucker Carlson and he hears that he's going to be replaced in a great plot where the Democratic Party is importing uh, people from the third world, uh, to strip him of his franchise, um, of his rights. He has been stoked. He has been instigated. He has been radicalized like a young man drawn to the lies of ISIS in a different part of the world. And, and we will have more of it. Since the beginning of time, all right-wing political movements tried to create chaos, including violence. And out of that chaos and out of that violence that they have caused, they then claim that they can bring order, that only they can bring order. And it is with that order that we will lose our democracy. There is a fundamental difference between these political parties in two big ways. And those two big differences exceed every other difference. One party will abide by election results they're called the Democratic Party. The other political party no longer will. They've made it clear that they're engaged in an ongoing effort to seize power by any means necessary, including through contingencies where they lose the election. That's the meaning of the Eastman memo. Number two, 
the Democratic Party's politicians from left to right do not make intimations towards violence. It has become routine on the right and inside the Republican Party with Republican members of Congress pointing high caliber weapons at objects and firing them. The language of violence, the image of the gun, the idea that their countrymen are their enemies. And so historically, we know when you put all of that fuel on the ground and you start throwing sparks at it, that you can ignite a conflagration. And when you dehumanize people the way that this man in this movement has, in the end, it kills people. And historically, this type of politics has wound up in its worst excesses, killing tens of millions of people. That's why it's such a frightening moment. And that's why it's time to wake up and understand that we don't have a shortage of panic button problem. We have a political extremism problem that is very quickly metastasizing into a violent extremism that we'll be dealing with for a generation because of what happened over the last five years. Matt Miller, you know, it's a lot to put on the other political party. The Democratic Party now has to win elections. They have to govern by themselves. There is no interest in governing from Republicans in Washington. And they have to engage in a counter-extremism effort for millions of Americans who, as Steve describes, have been radicalized by the ex-president and his media allies. What does that look like? Uh, it's two things. Number one, you have to, to investigate and prosecute people who are responsible for violence. The FBI and the Justice Department, in the same way they took down the Ku Klux Klan, have to take down anyone responsible for political violence. And you can see that them trying to do that with the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys in the aftermath of January 6th. But, but also, in the same way we realize with international terrorism, it's not a problem you can drone or prosecute your way out of. You also have to fight the ideology. We have to fight the ideology of domestic terrorism, and the Democratic Party has to do that. And, 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 but, but it, honestly, it's insufficient. It will not work if one political party yeah. on its own is carrying forth this message. And, and if you look at what, what people heard the last five years from the leader of the Republican Party, it has been consistently supporting violence and everyone else cowering and at times excusing it. So it is a lot to put on the, on the Democratic Party. We have to do it. But I think we are fooling ourselves if we think Democrats alone can do this. There has to be some responsibility from somewhere, someone somewhere in the Republican Party. I agree with you, Steve Schmidt. Um, thanks to you. No thanks for what you said, which will likely keep me up tonight. Matt Miller, thanks to you. Um, thanks both of you for spending. You know, I had to play that because um, see how he keeps saying the Republicans have to do something. They're still trying to hang on to the Republican Party. You know why? Because they all look alike. You know, every Republican senator and representative is doing everything in their power to make sure the United States doesn't function. I give it to Liz Cheney and the other brother, I can't remember his name, um, who's taking heat, even though Liz went along with the coup until it became a coup because she voted in lockstep with every policy that that white nationalist Republican Party has been pushing for the last 50 years. Thanks to Richard Nixon embracing the Southern strategy, we're seeing the end of the Southern strategy. Rick, you know, um, um, Smith right here, um, he just got through telling you, you know why he knows? He worked on the Sarah Palin campaign, him and her. And she, they was part of the strategists over there in the Republican Party to do their dirt. 
Maybe, you know, they was there doing it for another reason, that they thought they was fighting for something. Not realizing that they was part of the fucking game that these rich motherfuckers are playing. Our democracy is in deep trouble. I've been saying that on every podcast. Um, I still want you guys to hit me up, tell your friends. Because this is what's happening, man. You know, we're not paying attention. You know, we know cinema and Joe Manson is bought and paid for. Now the media began to say, hey, what's going on with cinema? She can't come up with a number. She was paid not to. Joe Manson, all of a sudden, he want to negotiate on this and negotiate on that, but negotiate for what? He's bought and paid for. Plus, he's one of them old, you know, he's original racist. See, people forget the Democratic Party used to be the old Southern Party. You know, ever since Lyndon Johnson, they kind of said, fuck that, let's join Richard Nixon and the Republican Party. That's why Ronald Reagan and all of them ran over there. The rich teamed up with him. But I give it to him, man. He named them. He named their donors. They're on Wall Street. They're big guys, man. They got so much money, they hate America. They don't think America should work for everyone, but yet the poor people got to buy this shit to survive, to live, to use, you know? It's so selfish of these people. But this is what you get when you get a bunch of privileged pricks controlling the goddamn Monopoly board. I'll be right back with more of this cold, crazy show. (laughs) All right, you listen to The Cold Show with comedian Ricky Cole. I'll be right back with more of this crazy, 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 crazy fucking show. Like I said earlier in my show, politics is war and war is politics. It's getting a little close. It's getting a little narrow. It's getting a little crazier. What's going on? You know, Germany fell because the people weren't paying attention. Then we had to fight a fucking World War II to deliberate Europe from fascism. We didn't really get rid of it. It ran to Central America, it ran to the Caribbean, it fucking ran in, into Russia and the Crimeas. It stayed there, incubated, and waited. And then the fall of the Soviet Union and these little fucking satellite countries coming up, fascists start popping up. Now we're seeing them in Australia, we're seeing them all over the fucking world. Europe is full of them. France can't trust America because it was ran f- control four years by fascists. Four years had control of our United States government, control of our nuclear arsenal. Fascists. Only the grace of God that we survive. That's why China was freaking the fuck out. That's why France want to know why the fuck we sent nuclear selling nuclear submarines to fucking Australia. It's full of fascists. 
Fascist has wealth, power, influence. Why you think Steve Bannon can sit off the coast of Connecticut on a yacht that's owned by another little fascist? It's an Asian fascist, but other than that, they all hang together. Birds of the feather, they flock the motherfuck together. Why you think our government is so dysfunctional? <laughs> they have money. So when Joe went to the baseball game and showing up with those other fascists in there cheering on the baseball game and the Democrats and the Republicans, even though the Republicans won the baseball game or the softball game, I noticed one thing. Them motherfuckers didn't have no mask on. They weren't trying to hide who they were or who they are. And some of those Republicans who telling these Republican supporters not to get vaccinated, them motherfuckers had the shot. Because they didn't have no mask on. They all doing high fives and smiling. Nancy Pelosi on the phone trying to negotiate this motherfucking deal to save the debt limit. Meanwhile...
real Americans, not those ones who wrap themselves in the flag and use it as a weapon to bash down the Capitol's doors. Now we can listen to Tucker Carlson and Hannity and all that BS on fucking Fox and Friends in the morning. Dan, on the weekends, we got to listen to some drunk motherfucking lawyer named Gabba Gabba Taylor, whatever the fucking name is. And if we flip over to fucking Newsmax, we got to see what diamond and dumbass silk with the motherfucking hats on their heads. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Clown jesters. We're in a war. Spring, he threatened to shoot anybody who tried to inject him with a COVID vaccine. I'm not getting an injection. I'm not getting microchip. And if anybody tries to do it to me, or I'm sure millions of Americans out there, guess what? They're going to get a lead injection instead. Actions and inactions in this case have consequences, though. And Bernstein recently admitted to his YouTube viewers that, you guessed it, he contracted COVID. And this thing is brutal. It's not the flu. It's not. I, uh, I'm not in my normal studio. I'm in my bedroom, believe it or not. I turned it into a little studio to do this. And so we can call it, I guess, the, uh, the COVID quarantine cave. Now, after getting mocked for his previous COVID denials, Bernstein is going crazy. All those people on the left, every swinging dick cock fuck left that said something nasty about me, Go mothers. One of the things that this has taught me is I give now even more uh, based on the things that I say, who hears them, who I offend. Um, I really just don't care anymore, to be quite honest. They don't care. He's being honest. That's what we're up against, man. They don't care if you die from COVID, and if they got COVID, and they still want you to die from COVID. You see what he's saying? Fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. Hit how? And you know, it's funny how the fascists teamed up to the old Confederates. You know, apartheid loving motherfuckers in the South wrapped themselves in Christianity and don't give a fuck about no one else's rights. They love talking about rights, but they mean their rights to fuck over you. So that's what we, that's what's going on in America, okay? Still don't give a shit about his dying from COVID. You see? He go ahead and get him some, you know, he survived. Thank God he wasn't pushing no motherfucking heart horse deworming medicine. The same people don't believe in fact when vaccines don't want you to fuck with, you know fuck with their rights. They don't want you to fuck with their rights by getting the vaccine, but they want to fuck with your rights. Your voting rights. Your civil rights. Need I go on? We can go kumbaya, but they already going hot. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Cold Show with comedian Ricky Cole. Look, support my show. Tell your friends. Um... I've been calling this shit out ever since last year when my show was Welcome to the Cold Show. It blew up. Now, you can listen to the Cold Show with comedian Ricky Cole. Tell your friends. 
tune me in. I'm gonna keep it real. Piss you off, too bad. The truth is the truth. The world is fucked up. Plus, I went down the rabbit hole. I see who you are. See you next time.